The third one is a quite a well-known sonata. It's in the key of C major, nothing unusual about that. And first movement is in 4-4 time, Allegro con brio. Again, not an ordinary uh, allegro, but a vigorous allegro, a spirited allegro. And it's very, very funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> very brilliant piece. It could be almost a piano concerto. It also incorporates a, a real cadenza, which is a strange element in a, in a sonata, because we expect cadenzas in concertos. When, when, when the orchestra stops, we stop on a 6-4 chord, and then the soloist improvises until... then the orchestra comes in again. So, but you don't expect this in a sonata. And so um, after this very, very funny, humorous opening, which could again be scored for string quartet. No? It's all question marks always. And it's like great expectations, isn't it? So, comes like this is a this is a soloist or the string quartet and then comes the whole orchestra tutti and it's very brilliant very very sunny this is not not freudian music there are no no undertones here however in this movement beethoven is using a lot of themes. I mean, huge thematic and melodic invention. I stopped here. Now it continues.
that's the exposition. And you heard, I don't have to say much about this because you hear very many themes of different characters. Some are singing, uh, then there is, this is a very funny theme. Yep. Because it's, it's like, like a gavotte. Yep. And then it ends with this concertante flourish. Again, should show you a little bit of the development section because it's, it looks forward to the Emperor Concerto, which is many, many years later. I mean, this was again like a, like a huge cadenza, uh, really reminiscent of, of the emperor. And he brings back the main theme now in a false key. Yeah. You can see here, or rather here, how important the rests are. The rests are at least as important as the notes. And you have to, you are wonderful listeners here at the Wigmore Hall because nobody coughs in the rests. <laughs> <laughs> because imagine if you play. <coughs> it's not, not very good. But anyway. The rests are, and then again he he will elaborate this motif. Always forzando. Those one has to take dead seriously. Often we hear performances that iron out these. Edges. I think that's a big mistake. I mean, Beethoven is not a smooth composer. He is not not as much a, a watercolor painter, but rather a, a, a great sculptor. I mean, you, you the surfaces of of granite and and marble. All right. So then comes which I told you about the cadenza. Yeah. Stops on the 6-4 chord. So this is a written out cadenza with small notes. I mean, it's not, not with large prints. So sort of in, in brackets, in parentheses. And then... Uh, and I think this is very funny because... 
It's like, a par like an operatic parody. When the prima donna, yeah. So one should not play it very fast, but Yes, so anyway, my great friend and colleague Alfred Brendel had written so beautifully about humor in music, and uh, this, this is a very good example, this sonata. Um, the second movement is, again, simply marked adagio, but it's, it's not a usual adagio. It's an extraordinary movement. It's in the key of E major, so we finished uh, Yes, so this is great serenity, great, great tranquility. Again, the rests are crucially important. And you hear rhetorical questions, question after question, and, and it always stops on the same harmony. And yet Beethoven achieves a, a miracle that you don't notice sameness because Question. So it's uh, four times we heard the tonic dominant, tonic dominance here. a step up yes. now with syncopation again a feminine cadence expect no but uh, music is about expectation and surprise so here comes the new section which which is quite extraordinary in the minor key Uh, P 
pianissimo and this is all this looks back to to the word of Johann Sebastian Bach because you know or uh, so like like an organ prelude you have the the bass notes of the organ and you have the figuration Just a, a melodic fragment on the top. So now we we arrived in G major, which is the parallel key, and now comes this a new motif, which is a sospiri, a sighing motif. And now comes um, the same motive in, in a fortissimo outburst, and this is again, I hear already here the unfinished symphony of Schubert, because. Uh, Coincidence again. Um, so this slow movement has a has a form of A B A B A with with certain variations. Uh, Beethoven was a great great master of, of variation. Again, together with with Haydn, and not just when you think of works like, like the Diabelli variations, but, but the way he, he varies his themes and he ornaments them and, and uh, how they appear in different disguises. Uh, the scherzo movement that comes now is again a very humorous movement. You can see that certain third movements are marked minuet and trio, but already Haydn invented the new scherzo type third movement which is a which is a larger uh, structure and it's a, it's a faster third movement so Haydn, that he conceals uh, 
the return. Like he could go on for... as many times as you want, but, but you, you will never know when, when he brings in the return. And again, this for Zandi. So... The sforzando is always on the third beat, and it's sforzando within piano. So it's very subtle. Um, the trio of this movement is in the parallel minor, in A minor. So. stormy, there should be no tempo change, and Beethoven doesn't write here forte, so I don't know why most of my colleagues play this forte. <laughs> it should be piano, until the point when Beethoven really writes out the forte. So... And then he, this is a scherzo on a large scale, so he adds a little coda to it, which is again very funny because the scherzo s stops with this, um, this downward leap. And he continues then. disappears from, from the scene. Um, the last movement is fairly straightforward, allegro assai, quite fast, and humorous again. mistake that people start this movement very fast and when they come to the ninth bar then they slow down because it's too many notes. So that's again, as a performer you have to choose your tempo by judging the smallest note values that you can still articulate them in, a, in an intelligible way. Uh, so this is, a, this is a brilliant movement in, in rondo form. Uh, there is one episode, which is... the Brahmsian connection because he and this is another little theft but gentle one 
So this is about all I have to say about the third sonata because 